It took a while for the Celtics to get hot. It took a little while for Derek White to get hot. But once he did, boy, it looked good. The Celtics get the win. They bounce back. They needed this one. I'll talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Delario B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day, and I got you covered every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device. So if you're not a subscriber, go ahead, subscribe, pick up your favorite podcasting app, become an everydayer, become one of those lovely folks that joins me every Monday through Friday and on the weekends when they do uh, play on a Friday or Saturday night. I'll give you a bonus podcast there. You can watch the show on YouTube. Hop into the comments section there. Let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And I'm here at the TD Garden, really here at the TD Garden, because I can move over and you can see behind me, there are actually people moving around. They're not just stationary photos. I'm here. The Celtics played here. They won here. They played on this floor behind me. They beat the New Orleans Pelicans, even though early on it looked like they would not beat the New Orleans Pelicans. For a while there, it felt like, this is going to be a a third straight loss at home, second loss in a row, but no, they're 10 and one at home, Uh, 10 and one. I'm sorry. After a loss, they are 21 and two at home. And we'll talk about it here. The Boston Celtics getting the big win. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. New customers get $200 in bonus bets. If you bet Five bucks and win. Five bucks or more and win. Go to fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Let's just start here with this. The the biggest story to me is Derek White. Derek White, uh, who was one for seven uh, up until six and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, who had been struggling through a horrible stretch of five, basically five games where he could barely hit uh, three-pointers anymore. People were talking about the J.J. Reddick jinx and all the other jinxes and all. Who knows what? Who knows what it was? But Derek White was in a slump, and there he was, still shooting. And if anything, if this loss, I'm sorry, if this win teaches you anything, it's that you don't break from the game plan. You don't break from what you do and what you do well. Derek White kept his confidence. The guys were keeping him confident. The, the, you know, Jason Tatum talked about walking down the hallway and you know slap hands and you say hey look we got all of our misses out of here we're gonna we're gonna get these Jalen Brown saying like we need you we need and Joe, Joe Mazzulla saying the same thing we need you you're one of our best players you're one of our best shooters so stay with it stick with that you we know that you're gonna hit these shots just keep on shooting and I asked them directly is is that shot that you took with six and a half minutes to go 94 to 91. Jalen Brown gets it on the block. In fact, it's right, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, it's right there on this block, right here at this spot, eh, right about there, where, sorry, people who are listening, I'm saying there, you, 
you can picture it in your head. Don't do it while you're driving, though. Just focus on the road. The Jalen Brown gets the ball on that on that left block. CJ McCollum drops down to double, leaving Derek White wide open. Now, was that a smart double team from McCollum? Did he think to himself, hey, Derek White can't hit a shot. I'm going to dare him to hit something. Whatever it was, he made the decision to double Jalen Brown. So Brown, again, down three, six and a half minutes to go, kicks it out to Derek White. He catches it. He takes the shot with confidence. He makes it, throws his arms up into the skies like, oh, thank you, finally. And next thing you know, he goes on a huge run. He scores 13 points in the fourth quarter. He hits three straight three-pointers, hit the next three he hit that one, and the next two that he took, he mixed in a layup, another jumper, a steal, a block, he an assist. He he had all sorts of uh, just he just caught fire, and you can all of a sudden he's playing with a little bit of a bounce, a little bit extra bounce in his step, but you stick with it, you stick through it. That's something that uh, only that confidence. And again, I asked him after the game, would you have taken that shot two, three years ago? And he said, probably not. And that's the difference of Derek White now and the Derek White that played for San Antonio or the Derek White that got traded to Boston, you know, a couple of seasons ago. Like that, that level of confidence is something that you, you build, you, you build it through work, you build it through repetition, you get it from your teammates and, you know, you have everybody telling you, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. If I got everybody telling me to shoot it, guess what I'm going to do, baby? I'm shooting that rock. And you do it with confidence because everybody knows you can make it. You know you can make it. And he did make it. That's that's the big thing. And to me, there is a, a lesson in sticking with it for the entire team. And something that we should all take away from this. Because I know in the YouTube comments where everybody likes to congregate after these games, get tons of comments. If you're not in there, you should be. Hop into the conversation because I want to get everybody's perspective. There's a lot of, well, they shouldn't be shooting three-pointers. But if Derek White didn't shoot, didn't have that mentality of keep shooting the good shots, he wouldn't have taken those three-pointers. And it's not a matter of attack or don't attack, pick one, pick the other. It's not picking either one. And that's where we've got to be very careful about when we're talking about these games and we're kind of like – in our little friend group or we're online on Twitter or wherever it is. It's not about, well, the shots aren't falling. Got to get to the rim or you're you're not finishing at the rim. You got to take the, the jumpers. It's not one or the other. It's the process. It's the Brad Stevens process over results. It's that Kaizen mentality that Brad Stevens brought with him 10 years ago, 10 years ago. This is his 10th season in Boston. That's mind-blowing to me. But anyway, that fourth quarter, it doesn't happen without both sides of this. Jason Tatum had a monster fourth quarter, 14 points, and he got to the rim like crazy. Got to the line six times in the fourth quarter. The Celtics don't win this game if Tatum just starts settling for three-pointers, right? He had to go to the rim because that was the right play. That's what that moment in the game demanded. 
Derek White, if he had just said, I'm cold, I'm one for seven, I'm not shooting another three. And I guarantee you plenty of Celtics fans were sitting there saying, Derek, stop shooting. You can't hit a damn thing. But if he said, yeah, I, I, I can't hit anything. I'm just going to stop shooting threes. I'm going to try to drive or something or give the ball up. The Celtics don't win if he doesn't take those good shots, good kickouts, good shots. That's the lesson, and that's a lesson that we should ingrain in our heads. That's the takeaway that we should have. It's not one. It's not the other. It's stick with the plan. Joe Missoula, people will get into the comments, and people will tell me straight to my face, Missoula Ball is taking as many threes as possible. It's no. That is not what Missoula Ball is. It's make the right read. If the right read is to go to the rim and finish at the rim, do it. If the right read is to draw two and kick it out, do it. Whatever the right read is in that moment, it can look the same to you and to me, but it can be different for each player. Personnel, their personnel, all those things, tons of things play into it. Make the right read, take the right shot, make it a good shot, and make the shot right? Take and make good shots. Now, sometimes you're not going to make the shot. Sometimes you're going to get good shots and they're not going to fall and you have to react out of that. But take the good shot, good process, generate the good shots. Good things will eventually happen. And they happen here. That's why Derek White got those shots and he finished. That's why Jason Tatum got to the rim and he finished. And that's why the Celtics are coming away from this with a 118 112 win over the Pelicans. Is that the only reason? No, there are plenty of reasons. The Pelicans collapsed. Uh, the Celtics were, they didn't get down after another bad first quarter. In fact, Joe Mazzulla says the second quarter was the turning point. Let's explore that possibility in just a second here on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Quiz. Quiz is new to the show, and I got to tell you, I'd played it. I love it. App.quiz.com. Q-U-I-I-I-Z. Three eyes like a three-pointer, right? You don't have to download anything. You can play for free. It's always uh, a fun time. I've played it a few times. You can actually win a couple of bucks. It's a new next-generation trivia experience. It's the first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for you, Locked On Celtics listeners and NBA fans in general, there's an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge. In fact, let's put your knowledge to the test here with one of Quiz, Q-U-I-I-I-Z, one of their trivia questions, specifically for the Celtics, which player is tied for the most points scored in a single game for the Celtics? And it'll be multiple choice, just like on the game. Larry Bird, Paul Pierce, John Havlicek, or Bill Russell? You just got to go to app.quiz.com and start playing today. NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenging uh, for fans and challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Go to app.quiz, Q-U-I-I-Z.com. Test your knowledge and win cash today. By the way, the answer is Larry Bird. Quiz, three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now. Showcase your skills. Take home cash prizes. App.quiz, Q-U-I-I-I-Z, where fans become champions. 
Hey, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever 24-7 sports streaming channel on YouTube. I know what it is. Uh, It's there on YouTube. Put it on, leave it on, have fun there. Uh, I'm just kind of getting caught up in all the people here, just cleaning up the garden. They play on a back-to-back against the uh, Indiana Pacers. They play the Pacers for the fifth time this year uh, on Tuesday. I will obviously be here. I'll probably be standing in one of these spots here or down on the floor. I just wanted to set up here. because I like this background. This is why you're going to be watching on YouTube. It's kind of fun. Like the, the light in the iris of the camera is focused on me. But if I step away, you can get to see that nice green. You can see the logo over there. You can see my mess behind me. That is uh, where I was working before. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun being over here at the garden. And it's going to be a real wild time. Pascal Siakam and the Pacers come in. That is an NBA belt game, by the way. If you don't know what the NBA belt is, the NBA belt is... Uh, The champions come in at the beginning of the season. The Denver Nuggets had the belt, quote-unquote belt. Uh, I love it. It's fictional, but I wish it was real. You win, you keep the belt, you lose. It goes to that next team, the team that beat you. Now the Indiana Pacers have it. The Celtics had it before. They want it back. They're going to get it back if they beat the Pacers here on uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, let's get into let's get back into the uh, the game that they just won. Uh, very interesting that Joe Mazzulla went back to the second quarter for the uh, as a turnaround. But I, I can see the value in that because the second quarter, the Celtics actually were able to hold the Pelicans to twenty four points. They won the quarter after a really bad first quarter. It looked like. That first quarter was like more of the same. And yeah, the second quarter, they they turned it around. They played better defense. Uh, I think the second quarter also was, uh, I think the Pelicans are a team that kind of struggles offensively. So they were complicit. They were definitely complicit in the collapse. They do not play well with leads. And so that's something that uh, I think played into the Celtics win. When the Celtics ramped up the pressure in the fourth quarter, the Pelicans kind of fell apart. They fell apart, no doubt about it. As much as the Celtics uh, continued on the with with their pressure and putting that um, uh, just just ramping it up as they continued to make shots, the Pelicans just kind of wilted in the moment. And then when the game was basically decided, they they stepped up. That's a team that I think does not handle pressure very well at all. Because once the pressure was off, then they started playing well again. Uh, but anyway, the second quarter was a, a nice turning point for the Celtics defensively. But the third quarter and the fourth quarter, when Zion Williamson came out in the second half and was really, really tough, that that's a guy <laughs> that if they figure it out here in New Orleans, he can be he could be something like really, really special. And he he kept them in front. He was the preserving that lead on his own. Uh, he just put his head down, got to the rims. He just dribble like a bull rush, spin move, finish. Crazy finishes at the rim. I, I mean, just wild. I thought Zion was going to put this away. My my fear was uh, that the Celtics, by the time they had, by, by the time they got going, that Zion was going to be too much and he was going to take over. But 
That only lasted for so long. Drew Holiday in the third quarter was amazing. Uh, he had a 12-point third quarter. He did everything, uh, and he was he was key. This is even without Porzingis. There was no Porzingis, no Luke Cornett. So it was Al Horford who started, and Amish Kata who who got hey nice contribution from him as well. Uh, but the 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 slow start at the beginning kind of made me afraid that they'd given the Pelicans too much life. The important thing is that the Celtics were able to get that big finish because it showed that they aren't falling back into the bad habits, right? This isn't this isn't last year's team. And this is a January game, right? And we talk about January. January for everybody. This is tough. And and look, Jalen after the game, Jalen's been saying it a lot. And it's basically, I think it's Jalen saying, like, I'm not feeling my best. And I think everybody's kind of feeling, you see, everybody's got like these little wraps on their arms and their hands and their feet and their everything. Everybody's banged up. Everybody's tired. Everybody needs a break. I, I sat there in the second quarter and I, I, I think I wrote it on my, my live blog on Boston Sports Journal. This team really needs the all-star break. This team needs the all-star break like now. And that's what makes this stretch so difficult because they, if I were to give them the opportunity to say, hey, you know what, let's pause this season for a week. Let's pick it up. Let's come back. We'll pick it right back up here. Then we'll go to the all-star game. We'll just go right. They would take it in a, in a heartbeat. They want to be uh, on, on a beach somewhere. They want to get some rest, get off their feet and, and come back kind of like recharged, rejuvenated. And because of all of that, that makes this extraordinarily tough. It's tough to get motivated. It's tough to fight through certain stretches. It's tough to continue to make those right plays. It's tough to finish off defensive plays. Like they, in the first quarter especially, were, it's like they were 90% there except they weren't making shots and they weren't making that last rotation. They weren't being up on certain players. They, uh, Brandon Ingram got mid range shots. And I thought, yeah, that's great. You don't want Brandon Ingram, um, getting hot from three. You don't want him getting all the way to the rim, which he didn't. You want him living in that mid range. He likes living in that mid range. You want him there, but they didn't challenge him in those shots. Like you still need to defend those shots, but, Missoula was actually kind of happy through the first half because they were they were doing a good enough job getting certain guys uh, three pointers. Uh, Herb Jones hit one. Uh, Larry Nance hit one. So they they were kind of happy uh, in the. Let's see who else in the first half. Brandon Ingram hit one. Oh, Herb Jones hit two in the first half. I should say. So they were they were five of nine in the first half. New Orleans was, but Ingram, Herb Jones had two, and uh, Trey Murphy had. They they were okay with the guys who were getting the shots. They weren't giving up a ton to their best shooters. Now you you have to maintain that throughout the game. But the, the reason why Missoula was encouraged heading into the second half was the game plan was working. Um, and he referenced another game, a Chicago-Brooklyn game, where uh, one t- Chicago blew a late lead. Uh, and he said the reason why they blew the late lead was the game plan w- had actually been working. 
the guys they wanted to get the shots got the shots, but they were also making the shots. And that's part of what was happening in this game. The guys the Celtics wanted to shoot got the shots. They got this. They were giving up the shots that they wanted. Some guys were just making shots they don't normally make, and the Celtics weren't aggressively challenging some of the other shots that they wanted to give up. Even though those are the shots you want, you still got to get up there and get a hand in their face. But the big finish is indicative of this is not a team that's falling back into those bad habits. This is just a team that's struggling through a, a portion of the schedule that everybody kind of struggles through. And so that that's what made this, this fourth quarter so important, this win so important to me, because they were able to kind of shake off the, the rough start. They were able to shake off a challenge and a win. A win at this point is the most important thing, and they got it. Uh, let's talk about the Jays. Let's talk about some of these other guys, the things I liked, the things I didn't like. We'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, I am a big proponent of therapy. I think therapy is super important, and I think one of the things about BetterHelp that it really makes it worth checking out is the fact that it's done online or through your phone or through text, however you want to do it, customize it. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's one of the hardest things to do when you're going through therapy to find somebody that's near you if you're doing it in person and click with that person. That's It's almost like a shot in the dark, but with BetterHelp, you go to betterhelp.com slash Locked on NBA, better help help.com slash locked on NBA. You fill out a quick uh, survey questionnaire. They get they match you with a licensed therapist. And if it doesn't click, boom, you can switch at any time. It takes away the most frustrating elements to therapy. So you can go ahead and get started and start your journey. Whatever it is you want to talk through, work through, this is a great way to get started and avoid those hurdles. The brief questionnaire matches you with that licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. That's that's gold to me. So visit betterhelp.com slash lockdown NBA today. Get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp H E L P dot com slash lockdown NBA. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Lockdown. And it's number one because you new customers get as you're getting ready for the Super Bowl, Chiefs and um, it's, uh, who is it? Chiefs and the, oh, it's the 49ers. <laughs> I feel so bad for Suichi Tirada, who's our, you know, of Mass Live, who's our resident Detroit Lions fan. I almost blocked out who they lost to, but, uh, go ahead and bet on the Super Bowl there. Super Bowl 58. Uh, you place a $5 bet, you get $200 in bonus bets if you win. So go ahead Place that $5 bet. Go to lock, fanduel.com slash locked on. You sign up. You place that $5 bet. You win. You get $200 in bonus bets. Go have some fun betting on Super Bowl 58. You got bets like which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, so much more, plenty of things to bet on. The app is super easy, fun to use. Uh, you go, you know, go have some fun with it. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And the beauty of FanDuel is they have the tools to help you set your limits, set your budget, so you can have some fun. You're not going to fall into any of those traps because you will be gambling responsibly. 
Hey, thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On NBA. I normally host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison. Not going to do it because I'll be here covering Celtics Pacers, but uh, Jake will have a very fun fill-in for me, and uh, it's going to be a great show because they're all great shows here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So go check out Locked On NBA wherever you get this podcast and on YouTube. Uh, let's get through some of these other guys who had big games like, oh, by the way, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown who had uh, combined for 50 points in this game. In fact, the combined numbers for Jalen and Jason were pretty good. It was 50 points, 21 rebounds, 15 assists, three steals for Tatum. They each had a block. Now, Tatum did have seven seven turnovers, which were not great. The passes were, you know, some of them were a little overly ambitious. Some of them were uh, not exactly the best passes in the world, but, uh, you know, the turnovers were, were a problem. And that's something that he has to be better at. Uh, but the, the rest of the game, and like I said, the fourth quarter, he, he was really great in that with his 14-point fourth quarter. Uh, Jalen hit a big shot. The three-pointers weren't there overall. Jalen was one of five. Tatum was two of eight, but they hit big shots. Jalen had the, the capper, the one where he gave the little kiss of death uh, thing, which he joked afterwards. is like, I did it first, and Jason kind of stole it from me, but he can borrow it. But they combined for uh, just a big monster night. The rebounding was a big deal for them. To, and Jalen, every time he gets double-digit rebounds, is impressive. 22-11-7 for him. 28-10-8 for Tatum. But that's that's when, when your two best players are out there leading you in assists like they were, as well as scoring, that's that's a big time performance from both of these guys. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought Jalen. There's one dude sitting over here that every time Jalen uh, was driving, he's like, "Stop dribbling!" The dude had zero turnovers. Uh, people got on Jalen Brown for a little bit for this game, and I don't know why. Uh, Al Horford had a big game, uh, eleven points, eight rebounds, four assists. The the one offensive rebound that he got was a huge huge offensive rebound just ripping it away the Celtics were up uh four at the time he got the offensive rebound puts it in puts the Celtics up six with a couple minutes to go now up six against these Pelicans with a couple minutes to go that is a lead that felt pretty good to me because the Pelicans were not able to hit three pointers they they really struggled from from three 10 of 35 from three uh just Herb Jones hit a few, but they were okay with that. Uh, Ingram took eight. This is not his usual thing. That's why he likes to live in the mid-range. Mid uh, they they held C.J. McCollum to one of five, 16 points. Uh, they, they really were able to get the right guys, the right shots there. Uh, so when, when Horford put them up by six, I'm like, that's going to take three possessions to, to match. And so that's an extra... 15, 20 seconds, maybe more, depending on if they if they miss. I'm like trying to do the math in my head. It's like if Boston can take a minute off the clock on their three possessions, it would still at a six-point lead, the way the Pelicans are shooting, that that's running out of time. So I felt good. And obviously the lead kind of continued to grow and it it dropped at the end. The Celtics kind of completely stopped playing. And they they let up a couple of uh, open layups, and it got not 
not close enough to where I was like, okay, this is a problem, but it also was like, hey, you know, guys, you can you can actually score. You can actually play some defense here at the end. But the Al, Al Horford offensive rebound was just so huge at that point. Uh, Derek White, like I said, finished with 17 points, four assists. It's so funny. He went from a 14% three-point shooting night to a 40% three-point shooting night in the course of like five minutes. That's that's just how math works. Uh, Drew Holiday, like I said, had a big night, 20 points, three of five from three, uh, three rebounds, a couple of assists, a steal. Uh, Sam Hauser, it seemed like when the Celtics needed a couple of big buckets, he had a couple of three-pointers and a dunk that that really uh, were very well-timed. thought Nemeish Keita did a, a pretty good job filling in. The only real negative that I had in here was, was Peyton Pritchard. There was the uh, – I thought his – he, he just had a rough night. This is not the right matchup for him. There, there was a lot of length. He looked kind of lost defensively, and it, it, his his shot wasn't falling. There was one time where they kicked the ball to him uh, in the left corner down the opposite side there early on, and he hit the top of the backboard with a corner three-pointer. And Joe, Joe went to him twice for stretches and then pulled him and said, that's it. We're going with O'Shea Brissett. And Brissett had, you know – up and down kind of performance, but Pritchard's performance was a down. And this is this is kind of like when I talk about Pritchard in the playoffs and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. This is a game like this that makes me think like, yeah, I still don't know. And it's not to take anything away from the season that Pritchard is having. He's having a great season and I'm not going to overreact to it, but it does kind of put that thought into my head like all right this is a this is an example of a a team with some size on the wings giving him some problems but it could also just be an off night for Pritchard so uh I'm certainly not sitting there saying like don't play him or anything like that play him he's he's having a great season don't change anything just because of one game guys have bad games all the time but because it's Pritchard and because it kind of fits a pattern uh you know I still raise the question just raising the question but overall uh, high quality win for the Celtics. High quality win. I thought they did a great job. It's certainly not something that they can lean on, uh, as far as like this is this is such a great performance. But it, I'll wrap it up with this. Joe Mazzulla after the game said that he's happy this went this way because there's a sense of entitlement that this feeling like the Celtics are gonna they they should win easily all the time. And I get what he's saying, because when the Celtics don't play perfectly, people start to lose their minds and say, what are they doing? Why aren't they playing like that? Blah, 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 blah. Like, there's there's something to be said for Missoula's kind of feeling of, yeah, there's a sense of entitlement here uh, because it's not always easy. And this is the part of the season where it's not easy. So he's like, I hope we do have more games like this. I hope we blow leads. I hope we because then people will understand how hard it is to win these games. Now, I hope they don't blow leads, but his point is well taken. Winning in the NBA is difficult. This is hard to do, and no matter what the quality of the team in front of them, and this Pelicans team is not a bad team. It's a playoff team, right? It's a playoff team in the West. They should be playing in April, in late April. They might even play into May. Who knows? Who knows? But this is a team that has the potential to, to play in the playoffs and win a playoff series, you, you just don't know how far they can go. But it's not a it's not a bad team. And the Celtics were, you know, they struggled a little bit. 
That's going to happen. The most important part is not that they struggled, that they came through and they won this game. So it's going to be a tough one against the Pacers, but I will be here for that game, and I will be here for you here at the TD Garden. So make sure you're subscribed. Become an everydayer. Join me Monday through Fridays. Bonus podcasts when they play on the weekends. Hop into that YouTube page. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments section. Let me know what you think about the game. My comments, whatever, whatever. Let me know about whatever. Just hop in there and uh, have some fun because basketball is fun. So subscribe. And if you are one of my everydayers, share the podcast, spread the word, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.